Hello, and welcome to episode 69 of the podcast. I'm Zoe. I'm your host. I hope you're doing well. We are almost in March. We're almost in spring, and I am seeing that looking out at snow and ice and cold. I just went for a walk, and I only made it around the block because it's just not very warm out, (laughs) and I am ready for some warmer weather. So I want to talk today about my current workday routine. I thought that would be fun to do an update on and helpful for you to think about. And I have a number of episodes in my prior set of podcast episodes from 2018 and 2019 about my workday routine and how I keep my email inbox empty every day. And most of that still holds today. So I still keep my inbox empty every day. My work routine is, I've tweaked it and I've improved it here and there, but it's fairly similar to how it used to be. And so today I thought it would be fun to just describe my current routine briefly and then also talk about how the rep coaching framework fits into that and how that is really key to creating a workday routine that you love, that works better for you, that is less stressful, that is more enjoyable. And that's really going to be the focus for today to help you out. So my workday routine is something that I have evolved over a period of time. Uh, It's been pretty, like I said, it's been pretty consistent now for a number of years, but building up to that, it was just an incremental process of making tweaks over time based on uh, giving myself permission to do what I wanted and learning how to feel more relaxed at work so I could make better decisions for myself. And where I've landed is that right now I work full time, but I pretty much work 40 hours a week, which I love. Um, That's even being in a, a corporate job, a a consulting firm actually is where I work. And I think a lot of people would consider my job to be, you know, very busy, maybe potentially high stress in some ways, you know, there's always a lot going on and it's, it's, it's very busy. I tend to have a lot of meetings. I'm in a leadership role, but what I have worked out is a routine that works for me to fulfill all of my responsibilities and contribute value at work while working 40 hours a week. And what that looks like for me is working from eight to four most days. That's not set in stone. That's not every single day, but that's generally the hours that I work. Um, It's not set in stone because sometimes I will sleep in a little bit and start a little bit later. Sometimes I will have an extra meeting outside of my normal working hours and I'll work a little bit longer for that. But generally speaking, I'm working eight hours a day from eight to four. And one of the key things that I used to do that I still do that's been super helpful for me in making that happen is having the first hour of my day I have blocked as a private appointment from eight to nine. And yes, sometimes people book over that, but they usually don't. And I usually have that hour to myself as a private appointment to get caught up on email, get my to-do list squared away, and just have time really for myself to start the day the way I want to start it instead of immediately falling into this whirlwind of meetings and tasks and everything else. And then I tend to have meetings most of the day after that, and then At four o'clock is when I usually stop working for the day. 
And in addition to that hour in the morning, um, and then also stopping at four, and I do block my calendar from four to six. I People have my cell phone, they know that they can reach me, or if they need to schedule a meeting during that time, they know they can do that. But I do block my calendar at that point. And then I also have an extra hour on Monday and Friday to give myself even a little bit more time. It's like even a little bit more. I, it sounds weird to call it decadent, but it feels decadent to me. I block from eight to 10 on Monday morning and from three to four on Friday afternoon to give me a couple of extra hours, again, just for myself, just to stay caught up and take care of whatever I need to take care of. And that works really well for me. Now, what I've found in my own experience and in coaching people is that you can have the greatest routine or, or system, I should say, on the planet, but that in and of itself isn't enough to actually get your work routine and your work schedule to where you want it to be. And the keys that I keep coming back to and that the, the rep framework that I talked about a couple episodes ago is based on is what emotions are fueling your day and your decision-making process at work. And I'm going to start with relaxation as one of the key emotions to giving you the ideal work week that you want to have. So first of all, no matter how many hours you're working, you're going to have a better experience if you're feeling relaxed at work more of the time. And when you do get stressed at work, if you know how to deal with that and, um, and process that in a constructive way. So having those skills, regardless of the number of hours you're working, is key. But it's also key if you want to get to maybe lower the number of hours you're working or get to a more consistent routine and schedule. Building your skill of relaxation is so key because what stress and anxiety produce in a work setting, they produce uh, basically an even busier plate of work. So when we're stressed and anxious, everything seems like a problem. We're not able to make decisions as clearly or as quickly. Um, We kind of get distracted. We have a hard time focusing. We bounce back and forth between activities. Um, We tend to panic and commit to things that maybe we don't actually need to commit to and sign up for. And so what I have found over and over again in my own experience and in coaching other people is that when we get into our stress mode, it becomes much, much harder to create the work hours and the work schedule that you want to create because we end up, it's like the stress is a magnet for more work and more busyness and needing to spend more time on things. And you can have that hour from eight to nine blocked in your morning and you can have the best intentions of saying, I'm just gonna keep this hour for myself and I'm just gonna get through my inbox and it's gonna be amazing and I'm gonna have this amazing day. But if you sit down at eight in the morning and the you know, second email you go through is an email that triggers a stress response in you and you don't know how to deal with that stress response in an effective way, um, you're, you're going to get off track. That uh, hour that you saved for yourself may go down the rabbit hole of spending a bunch of time on this one email or you know going into a conversation with someone right away instead of keeping that time for yourself 
or it, trying to frantically problem solve something and, and all of a sudden your hour has been eaten up with that item that you got stressed out about and now you have a meeting starting and the rest of the day is meetings and you've lost that opportunity for that hour block of time to really invest in yourself and, and get your day started off right. And so the skill of relaxation and the skill of being able to know what to do when you get stressed out so that it doesn't derail you. Because of course, we're not going to just be like perfectly relaxed all the time at work. It's natural to get stressed out at work. It's completely natural to get stressed out at work. But there are also ways that when that stress response is triggered, that you can have that stress response without it being as negative of an experience and without it throwing you off track. And so that's an example of why relaxation, which is the first part of the rep framework, is more key than any you know email system you have or any to-do list system that you manage in helping you create your ideal workday routine. That emotional fuel and that emotional state that you're in and the way that you're reacting to your emotions is way more important than whatever system you have set up. The next key is enjoyment. Uh, so having enjoyment as part of your workday might it might seem kind of hard to grasp if you don't think of your job as particularly enjoyable. But enjoyment is around doing what you want, and it's around taking good care of yourself and prioritizing your needs and wants. And this is something that we might not even associate with work. We might think that we're at work to fulfill a commitment and an obligation, and outside of work time is the time to enjoy ourselves. But again, I want you to start thinking about enjoyment as a fuel versus a reward. And the more you can start to tune into what you want to do, what you don't want to do, and taking a risk and letting yourself be guided by that, the more you will fuel yourself and the more you will ultimately contribute in your workday. The episode that I did yesterday on people-pleasing is a perfect example of that, right? A lot of us fall into people-pleasing at work, and a lot of us end up spending a lot of our energy and uh, <laughs> sucking enjoyment out of our lives by people-pleasing at work in ways that are unnecessary, in ways that aren't actually contributing to the company or in ways that aren't actually making a contribution that we need to make in that way. Like there's often alternative approaches that again, if we can slow down and relax and think about what we want and get curious, we can find different solutions to things that work better for everyone and are still just as responsible, just as much of a contribution that you're making at work. But what happens instead of that often is we're stressed out and so we're making kind of snap reactions. We make this snap reaction of committing to something or people pleasing in some way. And then we've made this commitment for a bunch of our time that we can't really afford. And then we get resentful and drained and even more scattered and feeling even more rushed. And it's just this downward spiral. So being at work and when you're at work is exactly the time to be thinking about what you want and enjoying yourself. I know that sounds so 
foreign to a lot of us, but you have to, you have to see it to believe it. You have to start trying little experiments in small ways that are comfortable to you. Even if that first step is just starting to acknowledge what you like and what you don't like. And even if you don't feel comfortable yet changing your actions based on that, just knowing it is honestly helpful. So that's enjoyment. That's another part of the rep framework. And that's another component that will really help you get to a workday routine that you like. If you are people pleasing and if you are over committing, you will never get to a workday that fits in the hours you want it to fit in. It's just a fundamental component of being able to get to whether it's 40 hours or 50 or 24, whatever schedule you want to be working, uh, enjoyment and being able to honor your own wants and needs is essential to doing that and knowing how to do that in a way that's still responsible and isn't flaking out on people. The third component of rep is purpose. And I'm going to talk about this in two ways. One is that when we talk about purpose in rep, in practice, a lot of times we're talking about the emotions of feeling on track or feeling discouraged. And it's a good thing just to notice how much of your workday you're spending feeling on track. And you, this is where we get into having a system that you trust, having a process that you trust, feeling on track and feeling really confident that you know you have a way to get everything done that you have to get done. That is, that is huge and that's hugely helpful here. Versus how much time are you spending feeling discouraged, beating up on yourself, criticizing yourself, doubting yourself, all of that time spent is time preventing you from getting work done, from getting to the workday that you want to get to. So again, those emotions come up for a lot of us. A lot of us have spent a lot of our lives being extremely self-critical, but gaining the skills to understand when those emotions are happening and what to do with them is another key part of getting to a schedule and a routine that you want. So all of this has to do with, we're talking about what's our ideal workday and workday routine, but it all comes back to your emotions and, and your skill with your emotions, both positive and negative. The other way that purpose fits into this is in the sense of do you have a purpose outside of work? Now, for some people, your work may be your purpose, and that's fantastic. For a lot of us, we would not consider our, for example, our corporate jobs to be our life's purpose. And that's fine too. It's fine to have a corporate job that's not your life's purpose and still do it and still enjoy it and still not get super stressed by it. But if you have a purpose outside of your day job, that is going to be such powerful motivation to help you see those creative solutions to getting your work day, your day job work day to where you want it to be because it puts everything in perspective and in doing your purpose outside of work, you, you will build a lot of skills. You will find out a lot about yourself all of these skills of relaxation and enjoyment and feeling on track, you will build and all of those you get to apply to your workday and creating the workday routine that you love as well. So a lot of times we see our 
purpose and our passion in life as competing with our work or our corporate job or our day job, but I think they go together beautifully and having a purpose outside of work is actually something that ultimately can help you do a better job at work while also having a workday routine that fits with the rest of your life and that works really well for you and is sustainable. So that is a summary of what my workday routine is right now, still getting my inbox empty every day, still working 40 hours a week and really loving that and having a good um, time blocking system to help me stay with that in a way that's sustainable for me. And the real keys that I see to creating this are not what is the specific schedule I have and what steps did I take to do that. It's really about how I have learned to manage my emotions, how I have learned emotional skills to relax, to enjoy myself, um, to feel on track, and also equally having the skills of what to do when I'm feeling anxious and uh, dislike and discouraged. What are the skills that I've built to help me be able to have those emotions and acknowledge and process those emotions without having them throw me off track or throw me out of my routine. So if you would like help with any of this in your own life and in creating your own ideal workday, I would love to help you out some more with that. You can find out more information about how to work with me at my website at lifesimplybetter.com. That's what we have for today. I hope you're doing well. I hope you are staying warm and maybe it is warm already where you are looking forward to spring and we will talk again soon.